was in November. By December 31st, she is married. Come on, somebody. She decreed it. Come on. She declared it. First, she believed it. Somebody today can believe for that new house, that new car, that Boaz. Somebody can believe for your own business. Somebody can believe for new doors. Somebody can believe for a million dollars. It's just as easy for God to give you a million dollars as it is for God to give you a dollar. Stay right where you are. This is Prophet Bobby Hogan, and Kingdom Living is on the air. You're going to be blessed as we continue the message we began last week on Caleb and Joshua. You are able. You're able to do anything that you want to do through Christ, anything God's called you to do. You're well able. Let's go into the service in progress, into the sanctuary, of Christ for the World, our headquarter church in Fort Smith, Arkansas, as we are preaching about the power of words, faith, Caleb and Joshua possessing your promise. God's for you. Nothing can stop you. Move in faith. You have to have faith. The unbelief makes the promises of God of none effect. The only thing greater than the promises and the power of God is your unbelief. It will stop the promises. It will stop the power. I don't know. I just thought a couple days ago, what a miracle, what a miracle. What a miracle. The Bible believe, The Bible says, you close them, people believe the ten spies with the evil report. By accepting an evil report, they were saying, we can't take the land. They all wandered in the wilderness to every one of them of the older generation died except Caleb and Joshua. They got what they said. You got to catch this. In my, one of my last points. The ten spies said, we can't, and they didn't. Caleb and Joshua said, we can, and they did. Come on. They got what they believed, and they got what they said. Come on. This, this, this believing and speaking works, faith works in the positive realm and also in the negative realm. You get what you say. Well, I don't believe in prosperity. You're going to get it. No prosperity. Well, I believe in prosperity. You speak out. I'm going to prosper. You get what you say. Come on, somebody. Somebody said, well, you know, some of these church folks, flu going through town, go to staff, say, if I'm not church next Sunday, you know why. Flu's going through town. You know, I'll probably get that thing. They're not at church next Sunday. You know why? Because they said, I'll probably get that thing. Somebody else flew going through town. They're going around saying, I'll never get the flu. I'll never get the flu. People say, man, you crazy. You better watch that. I'll never get the flu. They don't get the flu. Why? They got what they said. They say we're not getting it, and they didn't get it. <laughs> Kenneth Hagin Sr. preaching one time, I believe in Texas, and it was back in the 60s, 70s, and a plague was going through, and so many were sick just a handful coming to church and he got up one night and said I want you to know I'll never get that plague I'll never get it and the pastor sitting on the platform said shh 
The devil will hear you. Shh, be quiet. Kenneth Hagin said, who do you think I want to hear me? Somebody needs to decree. I decreed a long time ago, cancer will never touch my body. It runs in my family on my daddy's side. My grandpa, out of 12, 13 brothers and sisters, every one of them but two died of cancer in the same place. Cancer runs in my family, but I have made a declaration. Cancer will never touch my body, and cancer will never touch my body because I believe it, and I say it, and I'm going to get what I say. Somebody said, well, I'm going down to try to get that car, but I know I'll not get it. You know what? You're not going to get it. You ought to say, I'm going down to look at that car, and I don't care what my credit is. I'm going to get that car because God said it's mine. You'll drive off of that parking lot with that car. Glory to God. So, oh, somebody give God a praise. Something's shifting in the house. The word of faith is getting into hearts. Come on, come on, clap your hands, clap your hands. I know you're being blessed through the preaching of God's word. I'll be back in just a moment. We're going to take you back into the service, but I want you to know about something. This is Prophet Bobby Hogan. I want to invite you to join me for your prophetic connection, Kingdom Living. Through this prophetic connection, you are going to learn how to be blessed financially, experience major breakthroughs and promotions, and step into a season of divine favor. Every Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Join me on Bobby Hogan Facebook, bobbyhogan.org, click the live link, Bobby Hogan YouTube, or by dialing 712-770-4140 and enter code 215-786-POUND. It's time for you to get connected. This is Prophet Bobby Hogan. We got a very special offer we're going to offer you today, our television family. To all of you that believe in the prophetic anointing upon my life and ministry enough to sow a seed of $1,000 and simply request the prophet's package, I want you to listen to what we're going to sow back into your life. The five-part CD series, Faith, the Currency of Heaven, Your Faith Will Soar, as you hear me preaching on faith. The beautiful, beautiful line of Judah prayer scarf. Wrap it around you when you go into prayer. We're going to send you also the precious treasures and all three anointing oils, the rose of Sharon, myrrh, and frankincense in a beautiful box. The olive wood communion set includes two olive wood communion cups, the plate, communion bread, and the grape juice. We're also going to send you, I love this, brand new first time to offer our television audience, the Isaiah 53.5 frame parchment. Frame genuine parchment, the ancient writing material used for recording many of the original biblical texts, Isaiah 53.5 in Hebrew and in English. And last of all, one of the most requested things we have had in a season of our ministry, the Aramaic Bible. Did you know this is the most correct translation or correct biblical writings you will find? The New Testament was wrote in Aramaic, some of the Old Testament. It's real close to Hebrew. 
you, the Bible will come alive. We're going to send you all these gifts for your seed of $1,000 and request the profits package. The phone number, the address, the website is on the screen. Take advantage of this. When you sow into the prophetic, get ready for a profits reward. All right, let's go back into the sanctuary, possessing your promise. You are well able. Let's go into the sanctuary at Christ for the World, Fort Smith, Arkansas, possessing your promise. Watch your words. There's power in your words. <laughs> Ten spies got exactly what they said. They didn't get it. Caleb and Joshua got exactly what they said. They said, we're able. <laughs> they entered. Let's go back to a Bible verse in the book of Mark. It's the faith verse of the whole Bible, 11.23. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. God brought to my attention a couple days ago in this verse, Mark 11, 23, the Bible talks about saying three times and believing one time. Most preachers who preach on faith and preach on watching your words, they'll preach on faith 90% of the time and they'll preach on watching what you say 10% of the time. Jesus, oh come on, spend a lot more time saying watch what you say, watch what you say. He only said one time in this verse, if you believe, but three times he said watch what you say, say the right thing. We need to spend more time on telling God's people to watch their words for death and life are in the power of the tongue and you get whatever you say that you believe in your heart. I wish somebody you pull on my revelation anointing right now. Somebody's going to step into a new realm of blessings because they're going to start saying things. Come on, they're going to start decreeing things. Proverbs says decree a thing and it shall be established. Woo! Somebody give God a Shabbat praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's look at one story, and I'm going to close. We're going to see what God's going to do. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know you look crazy when you start talking. Don't have no evidence of what you're speaking. One of my favorite sayings, though, is, Faith only makes you look crazy for a little while. I told him that the, the ark today, back when I was believing God for that black navigator that I had saw in my spirit, and that time we was on garrison and had all windows at the back, and I'd be preaching, I'd say, look at that black navigator sitting out there in the parking lot. Everybody turned their head, there wasn't no black navigator. Nobody else saw it, but I saw it. I want to say again, it don't matter what anybody else sees, what do you see? What do you see? Don't let nobody shake you. Don't let nobody talk you out of what you see. God will give you what you see. I don't know how many weeks. I, I turned around. And I, I'd say, look, look at that black navigator. Everybody look around. There wasn't no black navigator. But I saw it just like I saw myself on television. I saw that black navigator. I never had... I don't think I'd ever had maybe one time before a brand new vehicle. It's not wise to buy a brand new vehicle. You lose a lot of money when you pull off the parking lot. But if somebody's buying it for you, 
So Teresa and me goes down to Lincoln dealership, found the one that I saw in the spirit. And she said, are you sure? I said, I, this is it. She put her foot on it and I put my foot on it. Walked off, got in our old white navigator, drove away. Maybe two weeks later, maybe a week, I'm in a business. The phone rings. Teresa, the person says, your wife wants you. Teresa said, go down to Lincoln dealership right now. I said, why? She said, name somebody's name. said, they're down there right now getting that black navigator for you, working it all out. Honey, I, I was in a business, but uh, I had some more business. I, I drive up in the parking lot of the Lincoln dealership that that time was on Towson, and the same one was that we put our foot on, both of us, was out in front. Amen. Our footprints were still on it. I looked quite crazy when I was saying, look at the black navigator in the parking lot when there was no black navigator in the parking lot. But after I drove off of the parking lot of that car lot 30 minutes later with the same black navigator that we had put our foot on, amen. I want you to know the next Sunday I drove in the parking lot. I didn't park that thing back where nobody could see it. I pulled that thing right up front where I had been saying, look at that black navigator. And everybody turned their head like always before to look at an empty parking spot. But there was no empty parking spot. There was what I had decreed and I had declared there was a brand new black navigator in the parking lot. I looked crazy saying look at it when it wasn't there. But honey, I didn't look near as crazy when they turned around and looked and there it was. Woo, hallelujah. Let me give you one story. 1 Samuel 17, we all know the story. David, and I'll just go to the point that I want to share, is looking at Goliath. Goliath is 10, 11 feet tall. David's just a lad. Goliath is covered in armor. David's got a sword. David's got a sling and a stone. The giant's got a sword, spear, covered. And David says to this giant, this day, sometimes you've got to set a time you better have faith. Somebody, I don't know about that. Remember when God said to Abraham about this time next year. Remember the prophet said during famine, tomorrow at this time. Sometimes you got to let your faith. I prophesied over that couple that could not have children, and, and they wanted a child so bad. It's one of the first miracles I think I ever saw through the prophetic and I remember his name was George. I don't remember her name, but I remember him. They come to church here uh, uh, sometime uh, after, I believe it was, they had the baby. I, I, I laid hands on them. They said, pray we have a child. We have not been able to have a child. I, I prayed, and I began to prophesy. The spirit of faith come on me. I said, according to the time of life, about next year, this time, thou shalt have a son. When I go back one year, amen, they come running with little George. Come on. Sometimes you got to get in a faith rib. So Reese, sitting on the second row, stand up, my girl. Stand up, my girl. You may be seated. I love Elder Cerise. We're in Israel. We're in Israel. We're at the shepherd's field, the place that Ruth met Boaz. We go the end of October. It means it was in November. She had been praying for her husband, believing for her husband. 
And I'll never forget, I could take you to the place that we was when I walked by and she said, Brother Bobby, I'm going to be married by the end of the year. She didn't have no Boaz flirting with her. She wasn't laying at no foot in no Boaz bed like Ruth. Come on, somebody. Amen. I didn't say anything, but I thought something. I thought, God, you better move fast. This is November. Come on, somebody. She just decreed that she's going to be married by January 1st. Why did she decree it? Because she believed it. Somebody said, well, if I decree, I'm going to get 100 million oil wells. Does that mean I'm going to get it? First of all, you're not going to get it because you're not going to find no verse to base your confession on. And if you could confess that, you could still get it, but you ain't got enough faith to believe for 100 million oil wells. You'd believe for one, then 100. She said, I'm going to be married. She wasn't bad an eye either. I'm going to be married by January 1st, end of the year, first year I'll be married. That was less than two months. I thought, Lord, you better move quick. And then I'm starting to think of, of helping God out. Now, God, what are we going to do if this don't happen? It's going to shake her. Sometimes we think we have to defend God. We got to have plan B in case God don't work. I'm, I feel like getting down here. Is that okay? Can I go ahead and get down here? Amen. Well, just in case, you know, Lord, heal, heal this person. Oh, but... Uh, just in case, thy will be done. We already know God's will. We're trying to make an excuse for God. Just Don't say in case. Say, God said it. I believe it. It's going to happen. Come on. Don't stagger at the promise of God. He that promised is able to fulfill it, able to perform it. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't say anything negative, but my mind, I thought, Lord, you know, I've heard a lot of women make confessions. But they didn't have no faith. You could confess all day, but if you don't believe, come on, you believe and confess. I thought, Lord, you better move fast. Remember that message, Lord, acceleration. You better start before we land back in America. That was in November. By December 31st, she is married. Come on, somebody. She decreed it. Come on. She declared it. First, she believed it. Somebody today can believe for that new house, that new car, that Boaz. Somebody can believe for your own business. Somebody can believe for new doors. Somebody can believe for a million dollars. It's just as easy for God to give you a million dollars as it is for God to give you a dollar. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Catch it in the spirit. God's looking for somebody that has faith and will speak what they believe. Paul said, we have believed and therefore we have spoke. Woo, glory to God. David looks at that giant. And here's what he said. I want you to notice this. It's so powerful and I'm through, I'm through. Hallelujah. First Samuel 17, 46. This day. Sometimes you got to draw a line. Sometimes you got to say, I've waited long enough. I'm tired of the mess. I'm tired of the wait. I'm tired of the drama. 
am believing by November 1st. I am believing by Christmas. I'm going to be dead free. I am believing. If I just had 17 people, and 16 of you can be out there in television world, if I had 17 people that could just say, I am believing somebody, you can get it today. Yeah, come on, clap, shout. You can get it before the sun goes down. You can get it before the sun comes up. How's God going to do it? I don't know, but I know he's faithful. Well, I know you're being blessed. I wanted you to hear that segment, just the segment of the service where we are preaching about possessing your promise. You are able, but you listen, you got to watch your words. Watch what you say while you are trying to possess the promise that God give you, while you're viewing the promised land. The Bible says, Mark 11, 23, Verily I say unto you, Jesus said, Whosoever, now you are whosoever, shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. One time in this verse, it says believe. Three times, it talks about saying. One time believing, three times saying. Watch what you say. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Life and death. Caleb and Joshua said, we're able, we can. What happened? They possessed the land. The 10 spies with the negative report said, we cannot. There's no way. What happened? They did not. They all got what they said. Faith works in the positive and also in the negative sense. Well, I don't know if I'll be able to come to, to my job tomorrow because I might get the flu. I just got a feeling. You get the flu. Well, I, I tell you, I'm going to get that promotion. I, I just believe it. You get it. Why? You believe in your heart. You speak it. Speak it, but first believe it. Many of you right now, I'm talking to kingdom living people. You are believing for the greatest things you have ever seen in your life. You're believing for things that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. You're believing for things that are beyond your ability to obtain without a miracle from God. I'm talking to some minister believing for a building. Yes, a building that you really should never get if you looked at what comes in your ministry account and the crowd you have at your church or the people you have helping you, but you're believing. Others of you are believing for a business, a house, a car. Put your foot on whatever it is. God told Joshua, wherever the sole of your foot threads, I'll give it to you. Jesus said, whatever you believe and say, you can have it. I'm telling you, things are getting ready to happen in some of your lives that are the, I'm prophesying, that are the greatest things. It's going to be so big, all you'll be able to do is say, God did it. Somebody's going to get that car you're not qualified for, that house you're not qualified for, that job you don't have the qualifications for, that building, that church building, that according to the, the records of your church you should not get. Somebody's going to meet somebody you should never meet. You're going to make money you never made. But possessing your promise, what do you do? 
You watch what you say. Believe. Have faith and watch your words. When you have faith and you watch your words and make sure your words are the right words, there is absolutely nothing God cannot do for you. And I'm prophesying right now, some of you in the next 90 days are going to see some of the biggest miracles you've ever seen. And the enemy right now is trying to get you discouraged, trying to get you down, trying to get you to quit confessing what you are believing for. The Bible says, decree it and it shall be established. Listen, don't you back up. Hold fast to the confession of your faith. Don't waver. Don't waver. Be like an old pit bulldog. We used to have two pit bulldogs, something they got a hold of. They would not let go. At times you could beat them, you could do whatever. They would hold on with everything they had. That's what you got to do to your promise. My time's almost come and gone. I want you to sow a seed into this anointing. What anointing? For the great things that God has in store for you. When I got ready, I think I told last week to go on television, I sold $1,000 to the most successful television ministry there was. What are you believing for? I'm asking you. I'm I feel like I'm talking to some of you right now. Some of you are not very, uh, some of you are at a level right now that's not a very high level financially or ministry or business or whatever. But what are you believing for? Others of you are at a higher level, but you're believing for greater things. What are you believing for? I feel like I'm just talking to some people one-on-one. -on -one. I want you to sow a seed into what you are believing for. Well, it's so big, there's no way. Watch your words. Caleb and Joshua said, in spite of the giants, we can and they did. You can. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ. I want you to sow a seed into what you're believing for, your vision. Write the vision, make it plain. When you write me, you tell me what you are believing for. I'm, I feel a real anointing to ministries, ministers. I feel an anointing for you maybe that's even singers and, and authors and apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastors that are believing for great things. There's people listening right now that's believing for something in the business world. One contract can say, one contract, one job can change your whole world. And I've prophesied to somebody, you're getting ready to get a contract and you're getting ready to be blessed like you've never been blessed. And your seed right now is like signing that check that's already wrote. There's power in a seed. I tell you, I will never quit preaching, teaching, prophesying about the power of a seed and what a seed will do. One seed in the natural, certain seeds that are planted bring forth harvests that are absolutely astounding. In the kingdom, one seed planted at the right time in the right ground can cause amazing things to happen in your life. I sold a seed one night of $100. The man of God was taking the offering, and I heard God say, sow 100 before he even asked for 100. I jumped up and took that 100 up before he even mentioned 100. And within 60 seconds, maybe two minutes at the most, after I sold that seed, a woman walked up to me just immediately almost, and said, man of God, I, was, I wasn't preaching that night. I was listening to another preacher. A woman walked up. I was in your service years ago. I come under that tent. My life was so messed up, and God changed my life, and I want to bless you. And she deeded a house and like 16 pieces of property to me. Yes, one seed. I have sowed seeds that have got amazing harvests. I sowed a seed, like I said, into the television ministry of a successful ministry, and look at us. 
on television going on two years. Sow a seed into your dream, into your vision, what you're believing for. And you tell the operator, the number's on the screen, the address, the email, or the website. You tell me. You tell the operator. If you're right, you tell me. I'm believing for this. It sounds impossible. Man of God, I'm believing. Some of you can sow 1,000, 500, 50, 25, 100. But sow that seed into this anointing. God bless you, kingdom family.